this year, we're going to win. <gasps> oh, we're going to get second. <gasps> oh, we're going to get third. <gasps> third or nothing. Third or nothing. Third or nothing. Third or nothing. Hi, and welcome to the Three Broom Chicks. I'm Jenny. I'm Marianne. And I'm Elizabeth. And today, we're going to be talking about puffs. 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 Wow. We're I'm very excited about this episode because we've literally been talking about it and referencing it since the very beginning of season one. Since the dawn of time itself in the Broomstick <laughs> era. <laughs> Which brings me to the new era. Season hey. two. Yay, season two. I'm so excited. Welcome, but, everyone. Thank you. Before for- we start the real business mode, oh, we have some whoa. things to talk about. What? Wow. What is it? Well, first, we're going to start with our 2020 update. Hey. What? New year, um, new us. Oh, my God. No, please. We're not really that much. Not that much different. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like literally the same thing, but just slightly different. Slightly. Hopefully in so, a better way. Yeah. In a better way, I think. I think so. I think we're yeah. like getting the hang of it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, maybe we've listened to a podcast or two. <laughs> maybe we picked up a Harry Potter book. I don't maybe. know. Who different. knows? <laughs> so I guess I'll start with my 2020 update. Wow. I now live in Texas. Woo. Woo. <gasps> yeah. And so I now Jenny's record this podcast by right myself now. in a room in a bed. All alone. That's fine. It's very exciting for me. It's fine. But we're, she's in I'm Texas. Looking, I am. I am in Texas and my life is good. It's cold here. Florida <laughs> people do not know what cold is. It's it's difficult. <laughs> I now own several jackets. Just yeah. in case you were wondering from my last episode update. Are you enjoying the work life? I'm enjoying the work life. It's 1,000 times better. Wow. Yay. I'm just going to come out and say that. Um, but I'm very happy, and I'm staring Yay. at Elizabeth and Marianne on a screen. And there are yes. thousands of miles away. Just talking to her through our computer, and it's so sad. It is so sad not having Jenny in the room. But it's but it is very sad for all of us. But I will say that I'm very proud of us being able to technically, like technologically, put this together. Yeah, yeah. Because this not- was a pain in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> we are not tech savvy whatsoever. Yeah, even no, I, we are not. Like, uh, I have like some minor tech experience, and I would still not consider myself tech savvy. This Which is, is sad because you are like the techiest person I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> I literally, I don't even, I don't. Marianne did not sound check me. I feel lost within the world. I'm trying to remember all the tips that you gave me on how to speak into a microphone. Yes. It's very scary being here by myself. Aww. I believe in you. We, we support this. you. Thank you. So definitely keep that in mind if you're listening to us right now for a little different sound quality. But, you know, we've got it. We're coming back. Yeah. We're delivering. Yeah, we also haven't recorded. Yes. Yeah. We haven't recorded in like over a month, too. So we're yeah. probably super rusty. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. took a nice Except little I'm never rusty. Holidays. I'm just always on. Mm, <laughs> I don't yes. know. We're maybe just a little slow. It's fine. Okay, Marianne. Give me your 2020 update, girl. All right, so my 2020 update, there's not much to tell. I mean, I'm still working. Today was my first day of school, I guess, in the year of 
Alone Boo. 2020. So exciting. And we're already diving in. I got the musical coming up in March as well as competition. So, you know, your girl is going to get busy, but I'm excited. I'm really yes, excited. Girl, yes. Cool. Yes. Give us your 2020, Liz. All right. My 2020. Well, I now have a one-year-old. What? <laughs> Her birthday is Christmas Eve Eve. So I'm now in toddler life. She actually (gasps) throws tantrums now. What? She would never. She totally did on our plane trip during her vacation. No, mm -mm. no way. What happened? Do you know like the the flip tray in the airplane? Yes. Yes. She Mm -hmm. kept on wanting to flip it down and flip it up really hard. But the person sitting in front was getting annoyed. So I was like, hey, Julie, like, let's stop. And she literally throws herself back. And begins screaming. <laughs> this is my child. Amazing. How dare you not let me flip that table up and down? <laughs> what is Julie like? What's that dude in the trash can from Sesame Street? <laughs> oh, the Grouch. <laughs> But a British lady version. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A British 100%. lady That's version Julie. Of the Julie lives in a trash can now. <laughs> I can't see all. Okay. Julie's but- birthday was such an emotional time for me. Oh my goodness. Jenny surprised us. Yeah, I Jenny did. surprised I did. the broom I chicks. Secretly, and she came. Yes. I did. I came. So obviously she came to Texas. (laughs) I came to Texas. Texas. So obviously the birthday party was hosted in Florida because Elizabeth, you know, I don't know, didn't want to haul everybody in her family to Texas and throw it here. (laughs) So I secretly bought plane tickets, except it wasn't super secret because I told our, all of our favorite broom chicks, Raul, Elizabeth's husband. And he, so he knew that I was coming, but I secretly bought tickets and I flew all the way to Florida. And I got there the day of this party. I was delayed like an hour and a half. I almost threw a whole tantrum, just like Julie, on that freaking plane. (laughs) Because we were just sitting. Like, it's one thing to be delayed and be in the airport. But it's one thing when you get delayed and you're already on the plane. And they're like, yeah, you can sit here for the next hour. Agreed. So I was very upset. And then I get to Florida, the sunshine state. And it's literally, like, black and rainy and cloudy. And I was like, what have I done? But then I get... (laughs) To Julie's birthday and I'm super excited. I'm like trying to hide myself behind a couple people so that I can surprise Elizabeth. And then I get there and Julie's not there, Raul's not there, and Elizabeth is not there. Yeah. So I was like, this is we cool. were late but then, to our own party, okay? You were. I mean, you were there and then you like left to go change, but then you came back. So technically you were good. Yeah. But yeah. then Elizabeth finally walked in and she was so busy fussing over some balloons. She did not see me. So I was able to like sneak up behind her and then for the Third time, probably my whole life, I cried because Elizabeth was bawling. I, I was just like, oh really my God, emotions. me, guys. It was a lot of emotions. But it was so good because she literally turns around and she's crying. She's like, oh my God. She's like, why are you here? And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, to celebrate your daughter. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, great. beautiful. It was great. Marianne was also like, why are you here? <laughs> Literally, honestly. I honestly couldn't believe it. I thought I was a mirage. Like she did. Like, she was like, I thought you were fake. <laughs> I was like, are you actually here? Dreaming you? This is an illusion. 
No. Am I making this up? If you can't tell, we missed Jenny. We missed Jenny. It definitely like changes when it it's it's a weird change when you see each other every like week or two weeks. Yeah, it is. It is. It's weird. I'm like, where are Marianne and Elizabeth? Yeah, like dang. Where's my day bed? (laughs) We're glad to be back, y'all. We're glad. Yeah. No. Okay, oh, we so, have another update, right? Yes, we do. Very exciting news. If you're listening to this, you can now head over to Patreon <gasps> and search up your fave podcast. Yeah. And you can look at all of our tiers and decide what level you want to donate if you want to donate at all to help us bring this podcast to life. It's very hard to do it from two separate states, but we're really trying to rally and get it to you guys. Yeah. So if you feel like being kind this post holiday season, hit us up. Yes, please help us out. I would just like to say that the tier levels are so gorgeously named. <laughs> and they were thought of with love and care. So yes. please at least just go read them, even if you don't want to give us money, but Absolutely. like give us money if you want. Especially if you're a stan, you'll definitely appreciate uh, the names. Yes, you will. Yes. And if you're not a stan and you're new, then just oh. binge entire season one. Exactly. You'll catch up. You'll catch up. And then it's gonna be great. Also, all of your proceeds are gonna help us out, like the actual podcast itself. So if oh, we ever yes. need to get new recording equipment, we're also mm-hmm. trying to go to LeakyCon 2020. Woo, I super need recording equipment because I'm using equipment that is not mine. <laughs> For sure. So every little thing counts. So if you've got something and you want to donate, everything is appreciated. Yes. 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 We appreciate all of you. Yeah. And now. The moment you've all been waiting for. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry, it takes a little bit for the owl to get from Texas to Florida. <laughs> There's a little bit of a delay. There's a little <laughs> bit of a delay. <laughs> a little bit. Takes a second. Takes a second. Okay, so I guess we can start with our first owl post from 2020 of season hey. All right, so our first owl post is from Pixie Potterhead. What's up, girl? First of all, she says, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, thank you. (laughs) Why do you think New Year's is never celebrated in the books? This really stumped me, honestly, but maybe, I don't know, this is a random, like, possibility, is that maybe they have a different calendar? Like, they don't don't work on this uh, calendar that we have, the yearly calendar. I don't know. But they still celebrate Christmas. I guess. But they, and I've thought about this before, they don't celebrate a lot of other holidays. Like the only holiday that we know of is Halloween and Christmas. Everything else. I honestly just think it's author bias. Yeah, definitely. JKR likes Halloween and Christmas, therefore made sure to put them in the books. Doesn't really care for other holidays, so kind of left them out. Yeah. But it's a, it's a good question. I just question. thought, like, New Year's, this is such a bad idea, but I'm going to say it anyways. My, like, original thought when I first read the question was, like, New Year's is kind of, like, if you were going to use it as, like, a literary device, it would be, like, the turning of a new leaf or, like, starting a new chapter. And maybe that's just not what she wanted to portray in the books at the time. Maybe. That New Year's would be taking place. But that's all I thought. And then I was, like, do they even celebrate New Year's because they all live to be so old? Yeah. That was my second thought. Like, no. maybe they just don't. They're like, whatever, bro. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> I just think I it's biased. 
I I would agree. It's probably I think that, that's but... probably the biggest. I was really trying to like, like focus excuse reasoning. Yeah. To be honest, though, I never noticed New Year's wasn't in the books until she asked us that question. Yeah. I same. Agree. Yeah. Same. So I guess New Year's isn't that important if we like obviously didn't notice it missing. Yeah. I guess I love how we started our podcast like reason. welcome to 2020 here's our <laughs> updates and then we're like new year's is not important <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> season two what's up hashtag hey. contradictions I'm searching for a new hashtag so let me work through it <laughs> it needs to I come mean. naturally mm-hmm. all right so our next outpost is from patriot zone hey. what's up switzerland and uh, he asked us, have you ever considered having some guests from other podcasts? Mm. I think Mike Schubert would fit. Woo-woo. So first of all, Mike Schubert is actually the uh, host of Potterless Pod. Ah, so yes. if you have not listened to Potterless Pod, it is a Harry Potter podcast, but it's pretty cool because Mike mm. Schubert has never read Harry Potter and he's kind of reading it for the first time and reacting mm. in real time. So it's a cool podcast. Go check it out. I think we're open to having guests Absolutely. from other podcasts. Absolutely. We've it's- had guests before, but never from another podcast. So I think that yeah. would be really cool. And it, yeah. honestly, the Harry Potter community is so welcoming and mm-hmm. with such open arms. You know, I've seen other Harry Potter podcasts, guests, Harry Potter podcasts, like we all provide such different content. And it's not like we're in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. We all love each other. We all just want to spread our love of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, any of you other Harry Potter podcasts, come on in. Yeah, especially like I love having these good conversations when it comes to Harry Potter and like picking other people's brains. So it's always nice when you have another brain to pick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was an exciting outpost. Yeah. yeah. Loving season two. Woo. Oh my goodness. All right. So now we're going to introduce a beautiful, beautiful work of art. Yeah. Puffs. Puffs. So, so good. <laughs> if you have not seen it, if you've never heard of it, well, now you have. If you want to watch it, I rented it on Amazon. It's like four bucks. Uh, Marianne and Elizabeth own it, I believe. It's like 12 bucks to own it. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on Broadway HD. So if you, if you are a Broadway freak like myself, then you can get a subscription to Broadway HD, which is basically the Netflix of like plays and musicals. Um, and it's available there. And like I said, it's also available in Amazon. Just like, yeah, there. I watch it on Amazon, but it's really, yeah. really good. It's really, really worth it. Obviously we wouldn't be putting so much time into it if we didn't absolutely love it. Yeah. But it's super, super good. So go check it out. We're going to give you kind of like, I guess like a brief little taste of it. And then if you haven't watched it, then you should just um, pause our podcast, go watch it, and then come back because there's going to be hella spoilers. We'll like definitely- All the spoilers. Yeah, we'll definitely yeah. give you a warning once the spoilers are going to Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, okay are we so, ready? Yeah. Let's go. All right. I want to read the title just because I love the title of this play. I just Me think too. it's so clever. <laughs> yes. So the title of this play is officially called Puffs or Seven Increasingly Eventful Years at a Certain School of Magic and Magic. <laughs> yeah, So good. So good. <laughs> so if you're wondering why it's called Puffs 
or seven increasingly eventful years at a certain school of magic and magic, it's because this play is technically not associated with JKR or Warner Brothers or the Harry Potter stories. Yeah, so it's like an unofficial Harry Potter play. Yeah, yeah. and so to avoid copyright infringement, yeah. you know, doing some <laughs> illegal stuff, they had to get uber creative with everything in the play and honestly that's one of the comedic geniuses yes it's play. just so good like the school of magic and magic it's so good it's so good on and they use that in like technique the entire yeah. show it's the entire just, show yes and we'll get there's to also that more later. there's a part in the show where instead of saying because obviously they're trying to replace witchcraft and wizardry there's yeah. another part of the show that i noticed they say female magic and male magic yes <laughs> It's so it's just, good. It's so clever, honestly. It is. And it and it's great even if you're not a theater goer, um like any of us here, if you are a Harry Potter fan, you will enjoy the play and you will yeah. especially if you've read the books. Oh yeah. Um you will I think even enjoy if you're not super into it, you will cuz I I made my brother yeah. watch it with me today. Mm-hmm. And he loved it. And I mean, he read some of the books. I don't think he ever finished them. Mm-hmm. And he's like mildly interested, I would say, mm-hmm. but he loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's definitely easy to relate to. Um, so the story, we've already kind of talked about it. It's very easy to tell. It's called Puffs. So we know we're probably going to be talking about Hufflepuffs. Whoa. Um, whoa. whoa, crazy, right? Um, but the whole thing is kind of like a marriage story to Harry's Um or original story. So the main character's name is Wayne Hopkins, which we'll get to him in a little second, but he's just like Harry, a regular boy who finds out he's a wizard. The only exception is that he's American uh, with British parents. And yep. I guess that's the reason why he was allowed to go to Hogwarts and not Ilvermorny. Who knows? Ilvermorny um, didn't exist at the conception of this play. That's very true. <laughs> I guess that's probably why. Who knows? Um, and he's, uh, he isn't the chosen one in his mind. He, he has an inkling. He has a possibility of a hope that he is a chosen one. Uh, but he isn't, obviously. And that's right, of course, knowing the name of the title, the title of the play. He's a Hufflepuff. Puffs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's going to be so many insider drops. Oh, man. There are. Which is why you watch it. Please go watch this play right now. Yes. yes. So just like I've already mentioned, um, it's a mirrored story to Harry. So there are a lot of similarities with Wayne's story and um, Harry's story. So they go through a lot of similar trials and tribulations, even have some similar friendships and everything. Um, but also this, this his story lines up with the events that happened in the original Harry Potter books. Um, but the only difference is that you get to see it from his perspective and the perspective of all, of all the puffs. Um, so kind of all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes that we don't really get to see what's happening in the Hufflepuff house, um, in the seven years of Harry's, you know, adventures, adventures, adventures in the candy world. Um, one of the other great things about this story is it really celebrates Harry Potter, but also totally pokes fun at mm-hmm, all yeah. the harry potter stories the inconsistencies movie Yo. references that's my favorite holes. part yeah it's so oh my god it's it, brilliant it does not stray away from anything <laughs> yeah it just 
it takes every like possible Harry Potter plot hole, every possible joke from Harry Potter and just like grabs it and rides with it. Yeah, it's so yeah. great. And it's so fearless with that too, because I'm sure like with such a big franchise, you're always going to be afraid to like make that one joke, but they are not. They no. definitely poke fun at it and it's obvious and it just makes some really good theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also have to say there is an explicit warning on the play itself. Mm-hmm. You know, they they don't stray oh, away yeah. from cursing. So if cursing yes. is not your thing, uh, still watch it. It doesn't happen often, but you there yeah. are occasional curse words. I think there's yeah. also some tent like insinuations of sexual yeah. situations as well. So I, I would rate it at a PG thirteen play. Yeah, I would say PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Uh, but it's still very good. You know what? And fun fact as well, they used to have family-friendly matinees. I learned that recently. Really? Yes. So they would do certain matinees where they made them family-friendly. So they would Aww. take out some of that cursing. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so they probably took people. out my favorite part. Probably. But we'll get to that in a second. We'll talk exactly what it meant about, like, keeping it family-friendly. <laughs> Um, be, obviously we know that it's probably celebrating a, a pokey fun. One of the many reasons why they did it besides like most of the people that were behind this play were Harry Potter fans themselves. It also kind of goes back to the whole idea of they don't necessarily have the rights and the legalities to kind of like explicitly say this is Harry Potter. Um, so that just kind of makes it that much enjoyable because it's kind of like a wink, wink, a hint the entire time that mm-hmm. this is kind of about Harry Potter, but not really Harry Potter. Um, but even then it's just an amazing piece of theater, honestly. Um, speaking now, like with my te- theater, like director, teacher hat on, um, just because it, it's so simple, but heartwarming when it comes to his design concepts, like when it comes to the costumes and the set and the props, they, they don't use necessarily these really elaborate and really like intricate Mm -hmm. pieces and like, uh, techniques when it comes to showing the magic of the story kind of have like the curse child like maybe, which, you know, we'll get that until a later date. Oh, Um, uh, definitely a oh, later Jenny. day. Um, I know, I know. But it, it, it's, it keeps it so simple, but I think that just makes it that much funnier. If anything. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And it's very creative, some of the stuff that they do. Um, yeah, I think so. Especially like some of the spell work and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's, and it's just so funny. It brings... It's so great. It, it really creates theater magic. On the stash. All right, so... We're going to move on to talk a little bit about like the book or movie characters that were made into original characters of the play. This is so we'll just kind of like a spoiler go. alert. Like, you think so? Is, I, this, is this the time? I think. Um, well, I guess some of it is now. Okay. We should kind of, we could name the original characters, but like obviously nothing major that happens to them. Just like a brief summary of who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. Just like a brief summary. We don't go into any spot spoilers and spoilers. Did spoilers. you hear me? Spot spoilers. Spot spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. Well, I almost said what it was our last episode? Our last episode? Hashtag spell. 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 Is that our new hashtag? Yes. Yep. Spell. Hashtag spot spoilers. Okay. So, so no spoilers yet. No plot spoilers. There okay. Fine. Stop yelling at me. Jeez. <laughs> So I guess we can start with Wayne Hopkins. Woo! Hey. 
He's the Harry Potter equivalent. Boom, done. Yeah. Boom. Moving on. That's his role. Uh, you have Oliver Rivers, which is one of his besties, which I guess would be like the Hermione equivalent. But Marianne seems to think that he has a dash of Ron. I think so. I mean. I don't. So Oliver Rivers is muggle-born. Yeah. Um, so that's how he's very similar to Hermione. I also um, think it's smart too. In the, he's yeah. he's got the smarts, but he's also not the best when it comes to like charm work and stuff like that. Um, so he's very intelligent in the muggle world because he never knew he was a wizard. But then when he makes the transfer to like the wizarding world, he's having a lot of hard time in his yeah. classes. Like I don't know. I mean, him- but I never thought that Ron was bad. I think he just didn't apply himself. No, I think you, I think you mistaken my dash of Ron. I say okay. it's more of a dash of Ron because, um, at the beginning, like Wayne and Oliver, like are the closest yeah. together. Um, uh, 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 I'm, and I'm going to keep it at that because I don't want to do any spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, wait, Wayne. Damn, I can't speak today. Oliver's transition into the wizarding world is like his major plot device. Yeah. So that's his yeah. storyline. Yeah. Um, we also have Megan Jones. Megan Jones. So- oh, my wizard god. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like the Ron equivalent, but like her main plot storyline is like she doesn't want to be a puff. She thinks she's a dark wizard. Yeah. Sure, she. W- her mom was a dark wizard. Yeah, so and she, she wants, wants to, to be, be a one. Dark wizard. So she her her plot storyline is how she resents being a puffs and how she navigates life with that. Yeah. So she's kind of like the Ron equivalent because she was born into like the wizarding community, so she knows a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's kind of like a darker kind of huge dash of Hermione, which again I'm gonna put a pin in it. We'll get to it later. The spoiler. Our first first pin of 2020. I'll get to that later when we actually take out the spoiler alert wave. Mm. All right. So, mm, can we talk about Harry Potter or is that a spoiler alert? No, he has to be in the play, right? He's got to be part of the play. It's Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter. (laughs) I mean, well. The most we can say, if do we want to spoil it? I already? mean, the, the, ca- the cast list is there. The cast yeah, list that's true. is there. Yeah, we can spoil it. We're going to spoil it a little bit. So Harry Potter's actually played by a girl. It is yeah. the most amazing decision. Honestly. Ever. They could have ever made. So genius. She's, I wish I knew her name. She's such an amazing actress. Um, she plays a lot of other roles too, but her yeah. and Harry is they all play on. like a bunch of different roles. It's a very small cast and they play like multiple characters. Yes. And it is literally the best. It's so good. And they're so ex- extremely talented. There's just so much and range. It's so good. It is so good. And Harry is just like one of the highlights. Like nobody understands Harry oh my is God, my yes. favorite line. That yeah. My favorite line. I she think that the the girl that plays Harry Potter, if I'm not mistaken, is also the girl that plays Moaning Myrtle. Yes, she and is. I have yep. never heard a more on point accent in my entire life. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's good. So like, good. Better than Cursed Child, y'all. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> Anything is better than Cursed Child. Anyways. Whatever. <laughs> so okay, possibly my favorite part. <laughs> 
of the entire play is Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger and how they are portrayed. But I kind of want to leave that untouched. Yes. I, I want to leave that for the people to discover as they watch because it's so hilarious. I die. It's so good. <laughs> we'll get back so, to They also have Cedric Diggory. Yes. Oh, he's honestly the pride of the pups. Like, yeah, he is. I mean, he's yeah. so good. He's basically like one of the only Hufflepuffs that ever got like real attention. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Stories. And they totally hype up on that. Oh, in yes. the play. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. He's just, honestly, and especially in this play, he's such a great character. He's he really like is. One of the baby puffs. Yeah. And it just makes me cry. Like, protect. Jenny Weasley. What? Jenny Weasley, the next character. Oh my goodness. Oh, I am spiritually, yes. emotionally, <laughs> physically dead at that performance. <laughs> yeah. So Jenny's performance is so spot on. And it's I so will funny. say it is a better portrayal of Oh Jenny my God. Here we go. I'm so done with this conversation. I'm done with you. No. <laughs> oh my God. Jay Finch Finch. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, Jay Finch Fletchley. Okay, I love Jay Finch Fletchley in yes. Puffs. Oh my god, yes. it's so good. Jay Finch Finching around, Finching around. around. So, <laughs> it's so good. So good. I just um, I, and they poke fun at his character so, so much. much. Which it's just he, <laughs> <laughs> it isn't listed here, but I think the guy that plays Jay Finch also plays Zachariah Smith, which they call Zach yes! Smith in the play. Yes. And it is honestly like if they yes. took Zach Smith like out of the books and put him in real life, it's so on point that performance. <laughs> yeah, I cannot. We'll go more into it. Um, so yeah, so that way we're not blindly referencing the cast members without their names. I have yeah, I've googled wow the cast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Nick Carrillo, I guess. Yeah. Nick Carrillo plays Jay Finch and Zach yeah, Smith and several and other people. <laughs> and Smith. and Zach Smith and several others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moon plays Wayne Hopkins. Yes. Wow. And we're talking about the off Broadway that was filmed. Yes. There have been other iterations of puffs yeah i'm about um, to just put it together myself here in texas because yes. i love it so much <laughs> uh langston belton plays oliver rivers okay yeah. and um julie ann earls plays megan jones yeah she yes, does girl. i oh cedric is also played the actor who plays cedric also plays boldy yeah and uh his name is james fooey that's Ooh, literally so his good. name wow cool it's an awesome name <laughs> um and i think that's it for who we've mentioned so far yes oh no we missed no her. who plays jenny who plays jenny and who Same. plays Harry potter yeah Susie bone oh madeline bundy madeline bundy girl okay. i'm a fan of you Yes. Madeline, Madeline Bundy. Bundy. Madeline Bundy plays Harry Potter. Oh, yes, girl. Uh, Susie Bones and several other characters, including Moaning Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah. Yes. And then Andy Miller is the one that plays Leanne. Yes. Andy Miller plays Leanne. And again, several other characters. Andy Miller, girl. Andy Miller gave us We're Wizards. And I can't even. It's so good. Leanne, okay, so this is when we start getting into uh, the rest of the Hufflepuff characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
just fun fact for you guys, um, all the characters that we've mentioned, even if you might not necessarily recognize them out, like out front, um, they're all names that derived from like JK's text, even if they're not necessarily from the books. Um, so if you remember, um, God, there was like a list of like 28 names or so mm-hmm. that she yeah. had created of yeah. students that even some of them weren't ex- necessarily mentioned, but she had sorted and pr- like pretty much known that they went to Hogwarts at the same time that Harry did. Um, some of these names are derived from that. So specifically like Wayne Hopkins, Oliver, jo- uh, Oliver Rivers, Megan Jones, um, Leanne actually is also um, one of those people. All of these characters were still like the names at least were still envisioned from the stories from the original stories that's pretty awesome i actually did not know that yeah i thought they just pulled the names out of the research that these people put into this is so crazy honestly it's it is so crazy like i it's like jkr crazy they yeah they yeah they knew jk was crazy with creating her story and doing her research that they were like we're gonna do the same exact research yeah. Um, and they definitely lived up to it. Um, so Leanne is definitely one of those characters. Uh, she yes. is a Hufflepuff. Leanne, man. She is at least my favorite. I want to say my favorite all too. of our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Props to Andy Miller, man. Yeah. That is yes. a performance so of a lifetime. Honestly, I cry yes. every single time. If I was auditioning for that play, that would be the role that I auditioned for. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or Harry Potter. Where was it? It's so good. <laughs> uh, she's a fave. Her monologue and her fight scene, just so good. Yes. Yeah. They also um, have Ernie Mac. Who's yeah, they Ernie do Bugs. have Ernie yeah. Mac. They have, okay, who is uh, Sally Ann Perks supposed to be? So Sally Ann Perks, she's the one, she has like glasses and then um, she like can't see. So she takes off the glasses and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. But she's just um, so, like a like a new character, right? Like she's not supposed to be based off of anyone in the books. No, she's also her name is one of the oh, is one of those sacred twenty eight. One of the sacred twenty eight. One of the names okay. that were yeah. um picked out from yeah. JK. Yeah, she might not specifically be a puff, but the play made her a puff. Yeah, and yeah, really weird puff to begin with, and yeah, uh, Sally Ann is played by I got a is played by Jesse. Kenny Zaro. I really hope I said your name correctly. If not, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if we didn't, we're really sorry, and you're really, really good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, she is so good. She yes. also plays another uh, specific new character to the yes. to the show called PP the House Elf. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> she also does Rita Skeeter. Yes. Oh my gosh, she does. Yes. yes. She does. With those she fabulous plays, glasses. She also plays Malfoy. Oh, oh my god, right. yes. She plays Malfoy. She plays Malfoy. Also probably the best part of the play. There's lot there's like lots of best parts of the play. There's oh. so many good good yeah. good parts. Hands we down. Have, I guess uh Hannah Abbott. Ugh. Oh yes. And, I actually yeah. I'm not a fan of Hannah Abbott in the in in the real world, like in the oh. books and in the movies, but Hannah oh, Abbott uh-huh. in the play, like love so her to death. Yeah. Must like protect at all costs and she was just like like the hannah i always wanted yeah so she is played by uh, eleanor phillips um eleanor phillips also plays the majority of the hogwarts professors if they are female yes 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 and she also even if they're not female 
even if yeah, it's not that she plays, it's not female. Yeah, but yeah, so- we do have several professors. Like we see Dumbledore, Snape, McGonagall. Mm-hmm. Quirrell. Um, we also we see, see Mad Eye and Quirrell, and we see Lockhart for a little bit. Yes, yeah, we do. do a good job. We also see Lupin for a little bit. Like they do a really good job of like covering those. Yeah. Things. So a lot of those other uh, side characters was played yeah. by AJ Diddy, mm-hmm. um, especially yes. the male roles like Dumbledore, Snape, Quirrell. Oh my god. Um, the Snape so, accent. Oh my god. Is worth the money that you are going to spend on this play. That Snape oh, accent absolutely. is oh. worth everything <laughs> it's worth everything every and single I, penny and the mcgonagall accent too like yes they're both no that's so, so good on yes they're so, so good. good that's so good honestly so i guess talking about it doesn't do justice like no you, it doesn't not at all but that's what you got being spoiler free yeah so i guess yeah. we've reached the point of the night where this is a huge spoiler alert if you have not seen spoiler the play alert. Or if you do not want the play to be ruined, Spoiler do alert. not continue to listen. Spoiler alert. Pause this podcast. Go you, buy you puffs. We'll be waiting. Come back to this podcast. It's fine. Go watch the play. Go. Then come back. Go. But like okay. really go watch it. But like actually, if you're still here listening to us, talk about You need to go. Just go to Amazon.com. Google Puffs Play. Yes, please. Okay, so this is the final spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's it. That's it. Okay, here we go. Yay! If you <laughs> this far, we get to talk and enjoy about pops. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so we're going to go with the wink winks, oh or God. what we call the movie pokes. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say, if you're watching the, the film um the filmed version of the show i they in the beginning they're panning through the house yes. and in the house they all have like inside jokes of like puffs yes. in harry potter and i just thought that was so amazing that they that's yes. what they're already starting with funnies mm-hmm. and yes, like one of them killed me so they one are. of they have empty paintings everywhere mm-hmm. like <laughs> oh, dumbledore's chair where the hell's dumbledore no idea Helga's no throne. Idea. Where's Helga? Don't know where she is. And then there's like, like uh, flashcards everywhere with like different jokes. And one of them is, remember to tell people we are not a threat. Please be our friend. And that yes. is an inside joke to the actual play. <laughs> it's so just, good. I just love it so much. The detail. So it is. Yes. It's honestly. Uh, I I was really fortunate to watch it in person the first time, Ugh. and then I'm I hate you. <laughs> I literally I saw you. it a bajillion times after that on Amazon and Broadway HD and every single. I just like, like I really needed to get picked up so that I can just tour like across the country so I can go and watch this. Honestly, it really should national so tour good. puffs. I think you yeah. should think about it. Um, yes. but it's exactly how Elizabeth describes it. Like you walk in and the, it's just a bunch of decor. Um of just like inside jokes that you don't even know yet. And then like the yeah. letters, like the letters that are exchanging between um, Oliver and yes. Wayne and um, Megan. Megan, like it's just so good. It's just so, so good. good. Um, so obviously because they're not officially, you know, part of like the Harry Potter world or whatever, yeah. uh, they have to change the house names. Yeah. And so Copyright. Gryffindor becomes Braves. Yes. Uh, Ravenclaws becomes Smarts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leatherins become snakes, uh, and then no, they're called many puffs. different things. Yeah, I was about to say I was going to finish out with puffs, and then I was going to circle back because Slytherin they're referred to as snakes, 
as assholes <laughs> and then as people who look like they're about to throw white wine in your face <laughs> which it's i think so is so sad funny. because slytherin but it's also very funny but it's accurate i mean this no. thing. all that's just accurate we've already talked about a certain school of magic and magic all so of those magic. like wink winks of like this is what we're yeah. talking about you know exactly what it is yeah. i love how the narrator at the beginning um which we never really actually like talked about him oh yeah but he's just as much as a character as anybody else in oh the, the narrator yeah the there, narrator yeah there is oh a major yes. narrator throughout the story and he kind yes. of guides us along throughout the seven years yeah he is top five highlights yeah hands down yeah Absolutely. i agree with that I he's agree very with that funny statement. and he has like he just knows how to work a crowd. A hundred percent. But at the everybody on that cast has impeccable comedic timing. Oh, absolutely. Jesus. Yeah. It's, oh, my wizard. That's just it. Oh, my wizard. <laughs> Jesus, Merlin Christ. Jesus, Jesus Merlin, Merlin Christ. Christ. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yes. But early on, the narrator says this, like, specific quote, a boy, he lives, he has a scar on his forehead shaped in a, well, you know, get it? You are familiar with this boy. It's just like, you already know by then that he's introducing that, you know, you yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah. But, but we you know get that it. we're not going to actually say what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's like, and it's just, it's just like the tip of the iceberg of yes. how close they're going to tiptoe that copyright infringement. Yes. <laughs> it's but so also, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but at the very beginning, the narrator, when he's like getting your attention, he says, extend your ears. Yes. And I'm just like, it's a shout out to extendable ears. And I was like, this play from the very beginning just gets it. It's so great. Yeah. So I actually, I didn't notice this the first time I saw the play. But the sorting ceremony, first of all, brilliant. Oh my god, yeah. Piece of theater. <laughs> the, the sorting hat is a fortune telling cookie thing, like those paper the things paper fortune tellers that, yes. that you make. Yes. That is the sorting hat. It is <laughs> okay. so great. And if you don't notice, so all the all the all the sorting is happening very quickly. Mm -hmm. And Wayne is there, you know, just like stressed out. It's about to be his turn. And then all of a sudden, Wayne starts talking to a sort of Harry. With a scar on his head behind him. But what you don't notice is at that moment, Hermione is being sorted, and they yes. actually worked in her almost hat stall yes. as an opportunity for Wayne's first interaction with Harry Potter. So what? Good. It's so, so good. good. Like, and it would work because Wayne Hopkins, he comes after Hermione Granger. Like, it was just smitten. Like, it was meant to be. It was meant to happen that way. And it the was fact that they... Oh, Minds, man. Minds. Can we talk about Hermione now since we brought her up? Oh, absolutely. So she Ron is played Hermione. by like a bushy wig. <laughs> yes. That like mop wig. <laughs> yes. It's so That good. looks like dreads. Yes. It's just placed on random people's heads. It yes. is amazing. Yes. And she Which never we will speaks. talk about it again. Never speaks. She's not her own character. It's literally just a wig or yes, multiple so wigs, good. really. It's, yeah, multiple wigs. Multiple and then, wigs. hello, there is obviously Ron, Ron. who is a mop. <laughs> Ron is literally a red, an orange mop. mop. A red mop. I can't deal. That is, that was the first time that I watched the play. That was my, <laughs> my favorite takeaway is that Ron was a mop. 
<laughs> which Ron actually interacts with somebody at one point. Yes. Yeah, he's with Oliver, and he doesn't even have lines because he's a mop. <laughs> And then you just see Harry, like, whenever Harry is with his friends, he's just carrying two mops. Two mops. And he talks to the mops. So you see Harry and Ron when they get into their fight the fourth year. They're actually fighting with the mops. Oh man, such such so brilliant, good. brilliant work! Oh my so god, it's it's uh, I just can't. It's yeah. uh, and it's funny because they could have easily just turned those into characters mm-hmm. and made fun of the characters, um, but for whatever reason, because maybe it was a small cast or maybe it was intentional, and they found like we didn't need to necessarily put fun. It was just a simple technique, a simple tactic yes. that they yeah. used to like clearly like us see these characters and it just added like such a great comedic element to it yeah and it was just a joke throughout the entire thing another thing with Hermione Granger um so obviously we know in her third year that she had the time turner right yeah oh my god yes and she's taking all these different classes and they do what's really brilliant about it is (laughs) they actually (laughs) you get to see like three different actors with three like the exact same Hermione Granger wig come on in in those different classroom settings and then the three are I guess not so much golden trio I'm gonna call them our silver trio yes um our silver trio um, they notice they're like wait how can Hermione be in all three of our classes and yes. when they walk off stage all of a sudden you see all three versions of those Hermione Grangers go to the middle it's see so each good. other and meet and then they go oh honestly <laughs> Hermione's one line the whole play the whole play oh honestly <laughs> they're just that's it they leave. They leave. Just, oh, it's so good. I can't. I can't. So brilliant. Oh my goodness. Um, one of my favorite parts of the play is the Puffs gathering in the Hufflepuff common room for the first time. And they're talking about the importance of house points. Oh and, and then Cedric is like, third or nothing. nothing. Yeah, it's so good. And they're nothing. all striving for third or nothing. And then Which also, is so funny because they really do get third until the All the time. They <laughs> get third or fourth. And I didn't even think about that. Like, it wasn't until Puffs that, like, it, like I really thought, like, oh, wow, they got third place. And then it just, you know, really. And then Dumbledore. <laughs> and then Dumbledore. It, you, it really hurts your gut because then you're like, yay, you got third place. And then you finally make it. And then you're like, oh, wait, I remember what happens now. <laughs> yeah. Happens now. It's, it's so, so good. good. They just did a great job of like setting it up. Mm-hmm. It was. But it was I want to go back to like the little wink winks that we were talking yes. about. Oh, yes. These will kind of be like a little bit scattered, but whatever. It's fine. So possibly. <sighs> I want to say it's like my favorite like nod to just like the Harry Potter world in general, like not specifically the movies or the books, but it, I mean, it has to do with it, obviously, but he's like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He's like, I'm literally the definition of calm right now. Yes. And it's just such oh a good nod God. to the movie portraying that as like such a big deal and the book clearly stating that Dumbledore was calm. And I'm just like, yeah. Like, thank you so much. I yes. also love how easily they reference like seven to eight times 
that the best thing about being a puff is being beside oh God, the yes. kitchen. The kitchens. <laughs> being besides the kitchens. You know, they're like, you know, there's so many great things about be- being a puff, you know, besides being close to the kitchens. And yes. it just makes me think of Raul and his obsession oh of like wanting to be a Hufflepuff so bad because he wants, he to, wants be to be next to, next to, the to that kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> That's his Sky. dream. Oh my wizard god. Oh my wizard god. I do have to say one of my favorite like winky winks is Snape's ridiculous accent. Oh my my gosh. Yes. Because you know, we love we love Snape, especially (laughs) excuse me. Not the character that he was portrayed in yes. the movies. Alan Rickman. Oh, I agree with you 100% on that front. Uh, yes. With the Snape episode, R- we'll be left love- for later. <laughs> we love Alan Rickman, but Alan Rickman is known for a very specific voice. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, Puffs just grabbed that voice by, by the neck. <laughs> and just... <laughs> the the best like portrayal of of his voice is the first time they go to potions class yep and which then, i think should p.s be the opening of this podcast like i think that should be our opening sound bit okay oh totally <laughs> take that as a pop yeah <laughs> he's literally like can anyone define a potion well is it that uh, liquid thing that you put on your hands to make them smooth. That's lotion. Oh, is it uh, the water that crashes against the beach? That's the ocean. Oh, is it that veg- the starchy vegetable that grows from the ground? That's a potato. <laughs> that was probably not the best no. quote. It was definitely worth it oh my goodness oh god and i'm sorry for my snape accent i'm not sorry for it at all we had to have an accent it's 2020 you're still elizabeth no that's the ocean (laughs) (laughs) okay oh my god seriously Um. though the headmaster changing between years two and three i'm dead guys don't so the headmaster was actually a woman for yes, the first yes. uh, year one and year two. Yes. And then year three, it's like, yes, I look a little different. Like, he just like came in and was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone acknowledge this, this, this fact about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The way they introduce the ghosts specifically was brilliant specifically the fat fryer oh my self-esteem oh, he's my just there and the actor's just like waving his arms to signify that like bouncing up and down yeah <laughs> so good so, and anytime so good. they mentioned fat fryer he's like oh my self-esteem <laughs> i can't I'm really sorry for everyone listening, honestly, because we're just like quoting a bunch of the show. It but really it's just so is. good. It's what it's needs to be done. It's the people's work. The best, I can honestly say that one of the best qualities of this play is the writing. Like, yeah. The yeah. writer was completely brilliant when it comes to putting this together. Yes. I can only imagine how many times like it had to be workshops and how many like improv yeah. exercises they had to go through, but like dance, just really great play. Uh, a really good a winky wink that i thought was just like brilliant the way they did it was the mirror of arison 
Yes. So like our silver trio stumbles upon the mirror of Erised before Harry does. And they're actually yep. seeing, you know, the same thing. They think it's the future or whatever. And it turns out that Megan actually gets the sorcerer's stone. Yeah. And yes. she kind of just like tosses it to the side. I'm like, <laughs> like, what? You just realize what you just and threw I, out of the ground. And I, oop. and I, <laughs> Yes. I just, I think it's, I don't know. I just think it's kind of wonderful. Like the way that they give us scenes from like the actual books or movies or whatever, but it's totally redone and shown in such a different light. Like yes. the duel club with Lockhart. Oh my God. Especially the parcel tongue scene. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. It's the best. She's like, snake, don't attack Justin snake. <laughs> And then they're like, whatever, what actually heard. And this girl is really just like throwing this like toy snake around and making a bunch of babbling noises. <laughs> but if you ever watched the wild thornberries, what's the, the, the little kid's name? What, what is his name? Like Dewey or something? Like I don't even know. <laughs> he sounds like the little kid from the wild thornberries. It's like kind of wild himself. It was, it's just so good. Oh my goodness. It's so brilliant. One of my favorite portrayals is how they portray Malfoy, especially oh, that whole like, Malfoy. <laughs> that whole remember all scene. Yes. Where it's like, that's your first introduction to Malfoy. He's like, Harry, and whatever. And then he comes down, he goes to like Wayne and Oliver. He's like, eat slugs. Yes. Vomit slugs. And then he literally puts the, or she puts the broom in between her legs, pretends like she's jacking off, and goes, you bit Malfoy. It's like the perfect description or portrayal of Malfoy, like living in 2020 or whatever at that age. Yes, a hundred percent. Mind you, this is also an eleven-year-old boy. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's just, fine. It's there's so many like so many times where they're poking fun, where they're like they go back and reference their age. Yeah, uh, like in this specifically in the third year, uh, one of my favorite scenes is yes. the butterbeer scene. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> And it's just like, obviously, we all know the Hogsmeade trip, the famous yeah. Hogsmeade trip that they all go on their third year. And yeah. then all these puffs that they're just so like innocent already in their lives. They try butterbeer for the very first time. And then you just see like split moments like <laughs> of them being like moments here and there as they like drink more and more butterbeer. And it's just hilarious. And then at the end, their narrator is just like, you're 13 years old. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's what I, that was one of the points that I wrote down in my notes, because I feel like when we're talking about Harry Potter, I'm always the person who's bringing up the fact that these are literal children. Literally. Yes. Like I brought up children. that professors are literally like consuming alcohol in front of these children. <laughs> but I think that's like part of the play that I love because I'm like, yes, I'm not the only one who is thinking these things. But yeah. even Oliver, like one of the characters in the play, he's just like, isn't this like too much for 11 year olds to handle? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is. is. It is my second favorite part about that scene, aside from like me and the narrator being kinder spirits, <laughs> is that if you're not from, I guess the US, maybe, I don't know if they have it overseas, but when they're drinking butterbeer, it literally has the label Land of Lakes on it because that oh, is a very yes. popular butter brand. And they couldn't yes. put out that they were drinking butterbeer. So it's just like beer bottles slapped with a Land of Lakes label. <laughs> it's so great. There's just so many little things 
Oh like, my god! I didn't catch yes. the first time that I watched or whatever, but when you go back a second time, you catch all these little bits, and they're so good. A little thing that I caught, which is like a winky wink to like the Muggle world. So Wayne wears a Teenage Mutant yes. Ninja Turtle shirt. Yes. But if you look, the the ninja is blacked out, and Wizard yes. is written on top of it. it. Yes, he has all of his shirts are great, shirts like that throughout. Yeah, the production. His Batman one is like that too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and he also and has there's an the X- Wolverine one. Yeah, the X Men shirt, which is yeah. an actual badger. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a badger. <laughs> It's so good. That goes back to the whole like theatric theatrics of it. And what I love on putting my theater hat on is the design (laughs) of the show. Just it's the comedy of it as well. Yeah. Um, But if you notice, like since we're talking about his shirts and stuff and like the things that he's wearing, one of the best lines is when they come out in fifth year and they're explaining like all these (laughs) things. And they're like, by the way, we don't have to wear uniforms anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's just so good. For no explanation, we just don't have to wear uniforms. Yes, which is a great nod to the movies. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, we have great nods to the books. But I think there's also good nods to the life of, like, outside of the actual canon Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. When they're talking because, okay, so Wayne has, like, a crush on Ginny. And he's going to ask her to the Yule Ball. Yes. Neville asks him instead. And they're like, that long bottom kid is ugly. And he'll probably stay ugly forever. But they're <laughs> yes. really referencing like Matthew Lewis. That's his name, right? Yeah. got it right this time. Okay. They're really referencing like Matthew <laughs> Lewis and his glow up. I can't. The way, he, so the way he long bottomed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Literally. Oh, my goodness. Uh, a really other great winky wink is fourth year. The entertaining visually exciting second oh task <laughs> oh my god yes because, like oh my i watched god. the movie i was like what are they gonna do just stand there <laughs> like it's all happening underwater and they really like in the play they all get in the water and they're like whoa oh oh <laughs> okay so, like what do we do now <laughs> It's like, oh, wait, I think I saw... No, I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yo, is that... A, is that... A, oh, no, it's just a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but... So good. Year five, the book. The narrator yes. that comes out holding those books at the year five book is gigantic. It's huge. And then he only ever, like, does the beginning and the end. So he comes out yes. with the book. He <laughs> yeah. opens it. Then, like, probably five minutes pass by. And then he's like, all right, yeah. flip to the end. Because yeah. our characters, are our silver trio and the Hufflepuffs, they're not really, like, at, There's nothing exposed. really happening for them, yeah. Exactly, yeah. in school. Like, there's not a really big... Um, event that's happening mm-hmm. at the at hogwarts itself they don't really have anything until the very very end so this is so yeah. it's just a really nice touch yeah um i also <laughs> think uh the way wayne's angsty a-hole is like paralleling harry oh yeah in book six oh yes. yes they're just both becoming a-holes at the same time and it's actually like wayne who is the a-hole first and then he meets yes. harry and he's like, well, you should just do this, Harry. And Harry's like, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just stomps off. I would yeah. just like to say, like, that going back to my last, my old point is that Wayne and Harry's characters, like, even though Wayne is probably not the biggest fan of Harry, I think I can say that. Oh, yeah. Um, if you've yeah. seen the play, you can definitely tell he's not a fan at all. Um, yeah. Probably because he wanted to be the chosen one. And then this 
here comes this dude kind of just like landing on his lap. Right. Um, but they're both of their story arcs are very, very similar. And it's very similar. Uh, The reason why I called like called them the silver trio is because like the silver trio and the golden trio have a lot of similarities as well. Yeah. Because we then got these like two characters, Oliver and Megan who, end up falling in love and have yeah. the same like the same yeah. like, weird relationship <laughs> that ron and hermione kind of end up having yeah. themselves and even then like at the beginning the first two years um we see that as well because the boys oliver and uh wayne they go after megan and try to save her from the troll in the dungeons yeah um, so it's just stuff like that that they kind of like interweaved throughout the entire show yeah um it's like specifically tied to wayne it's just so it's really mm-hmm. brilliant they do the same thing with like the fourth year books oh yeah so yeah obviously we all know fourth year it, even though you know we we love our third year because their third year's hashtag alfonso aesthetics yes but there's also a lot of serious puns coming out of megan jones so many serious puns for sure um but the fourth year is really the one that gets the darkest and that's where yeah it takes a really big pivotal turn and they even have that in the play they really showcase that in the play as well for being a comedy they did not shy away from the tragic aspects of the story Yeah. yeah cedric's death was still profound yeah let me tell you that was heart-wrenching and the act the actor is so one just so talented and so So charismatic like it's so easy to want to be like oh my god i love cedric degree so much he has this one like line where it's like this will be the only time our lives will ever be in danger Ever. Ever. And it's just so <laughs> He says it a couple times. Like, yeah. You want to believe him. Yeah. yeah. He's just such a charismatic character. And that's who Cedric Diggory was, especially for the Hufflepuffs. Yeah, know? he really was. So, like, you feel his death on um, yeah. seventh year. You feel the tragedy of the seventh year, just like Joe didn't shy away from, like, people dying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He didn't shy away from people dying in the play. And we'll get more into that later. Yeah. But yeah. speaking of Cedric Diggory, an actor who played him being super talented, he also plays my fave, Voldemort. Oh, oh man. My goodness. So, first of all, they don't say Voldemort's name in the show at yeah, all. Ever, yeah. Ever. They just and have him in like a cap. Yeah, that guy that we're not supposed to say his name of, <laughs> like that Dark Lord or whatever. And then when Voldy finally comes out, oh, it is. <laughs> One of the most beautiful (laughs) introductions calling out to the absolute theatrics of Voldemort in the movies because he just stands there and he just comes out. First of all, his nose is taped. Yes. To signify that he has no nose. He's taped. He's wearing a terrible, like, like, shower cap, green cap to signify that he has no hair. And he's just out there in a robe. He just like, he does the, but like that breath in lasts easily like 15 seconds. It's like a weird L'Oreal yes. commercial. Yes. Literally. Without hair. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes off to Literally. like touch one of his, what we call death buddies. Oh my God. And he gives them the awkward Malfoy hug before he gave it to yes. Malfoy. <laughs> and then it turned into like a massage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was well, because he gives him a massage way. because he gives him a tip. He's like, okay, like grab the broomsticks, let's go. And this one dead buddy is like, we don't need brooms to fly anymore. We just can't. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's so, so good. Funny, those winky wings. <laughs> yes. But I think another good one that's kind of happening, I think it's happening at the beginning of when they start covering year six. But it's like no one was safe. Not wand makers, not bridges. No one. It's so good. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. The bridge. When they're talking about like the aesthetic. rise of Boldy. It's so good. Oh, oh, and also, year six is obviously like the year of relationships in the story. And they definitely yeah. highlight that in the oh, play. Yes. But oh, my favorite absolutely. part is they make a reference to like, do like wizards get like sex ed? Like who would oh, be the teacher? My God! <laughs> the back panel opens up, and it's effing Snape just standing there with a donut. And then he takes out a donut. Then he takes and a out wand. A, no, it's yeah. First, it's a wand. It's like it's, yeah, it's a wand. wand. It's a wand, and then he like brings them closer together so he's wait in- you you missed out then no no no, just- no 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 i'm getting there i'm getting there because no, no, no. no you missed lumos oh yeah oh that's right he changes oh, yeah. the one and then he goes lumos you know signifying hello <laughs> does he say it though i don't think he no says he doesn't it. say it it just he like, say it. It just happens because he only says one thing yeah he only says one thing so he's bringing them closer together closer together insinuating <laughs> what we all know and then he holds up the bagel he looks at it and he goes, Lilith. <laughs> I can't. No, you 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 misinterpreted. He goes, Lilith. <laughs> I thought it was just Lily with a really heavy accent. Lilith. No, he really said But it's probably a Lilith because yeah, I can't say Lily. Like, <laughs> I think I honestly peed myself during that whole scene because for that actor, and that scene is actually improv every couple of nights yeah and you see it oh, in really? the credits yeah so yeah. honestly that was probably the funniest one because the other credit ones they were funny too but just like that That's... staring of the bagel was it was beautiful it was beautiful <laughs> so good like some of the other improv ones he's like well there's the bees very <laughs> very 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 long pause there's the birds <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm dead. Thank you for listening to the podcast episode where we just laughed for an hour. Just, Honestly, it was just this is a big, just huge fangirl episode. I was about honestly. to say, yeah, we're just fangirling. Yeah, but let's get into some real stuff like theater production. Yes, absolutely. Let's give them some hashtag facts. So we've already talked about um the com- like the co- great comedy that Puffs has. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, the the best part one of the best parts of this play is the ensemble they mm-hmm. really know yeah, how to work well together yeah um, and especially that's especially important because it's not just even though we do have main characters this show is about the puffs and yes. about them bonding together and banding together to do puff things um so just their comedic timing together like every time they say hi yes yeah it's so like the energy is always together and it's just yeah so so good they're so i think one of the shining moments of the whole play is honestly the props because i feel like the props set up a lot of their comedic gold we'll call it mm-hmm. but i mean Absolutely. even looking at year two like when they're talking about the basilisk it's literally just like a giant like pillow snake 
that they're like <laughs> they're yes. using to walk around or whatever. But the snake that attacked is like Jay Flinch is just like one of those snakes that pops out of a can that you can get at the store. Like those props being so funny just in and of itself because they're so silly. I think that's one of like the shining moments that they have. And even some of the props that were not necessarily like meant to be funny. Another like one of the scenes that is my favorite, but not like for comedy purposes, is the Dementor scene. Oh yeah, Dementor scene is so so good. And in, like I remember being in the theater, I was scared. It's a small theater, so yeah. when you're when those big like hands and eyes start popping out, you're like. Oh my Jesus. Oh my wizard God. Like, please don't suck my soul. Yes. Um, I just think that it's so impressive the way that they do things without being like a multi-million dollar budget. Set. Yeah. Yeah. Like Quirrell, just turn off the lights and you have two red dots, you know, like on the back of his head or his turban or whatever. And then boom, yeah. you have Voldemort. And then uh, another one of my favorite like spells that they do is Accio. So it's like Accio book. Oh yeah, here you go. And like, they, they oh, just yeah. toss it. Yes. Just tosses it. It's so funny. Um, yes. There's another one that um, I can't remember her name. The 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 woman who plays like uh, um, McGonagall and yeah. all of the like female professors for the most part. And Hannah Abbott. She plays Eleanor this, Phillips. Yes, Eleanor. She plays this one particular character. Literally, I can't even tell you like if she has a specific name or not. It's like this one moment in the play. Um, but all of a sudden, Cedric Diggory does like a, a spell to her, and she's like, oh, "I was holding these glasses, and they were broken, yes. but now they're fixed." Wow! Like <laughs> she was just holding glasses. Like it didn't take anything. Like she just explained yeah. it, and it was funny. Like the delivery was just there. It just it was yeah. so so I well. Agree. I just think that like the simplicity of those props is just so good. Yeah, yeah. man. And speaking of the writers, and this is also kind of like a winky wink, you know, Dumbledore is known for his like beautiful quotes, super meaningful. I mean, we can all talk about like our top five, even top 10 Dumbledore quotes. You know, that man was insane, but he had some inspirational words, which is, you know, one of my personal favorite parts. What's so funny? I just, I can't deal with Dumbledore. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, he's insane, but you know, he has good words. Yeah. And he even <laughs> this dude's crazy, like, but we're going to take his advice. Yeah. And he, they actually gave Dumbledore new, just as inspiring quotes in this, in the show. So during, you know, seventh year, you, Wayne, again, spoiler, passes away. Mm. Um, there's, he gets his whole private scene with Dumbledore and he, Dumbledore tells him, cause you know, Wayne this whole time is so upset that it's Harry's story. You know, no one can be as famous and the hero like Harry Potter. And so he says, you can be a secondary character in someone else's story, but that doesn't mean that there isn't another story where you are the main character. So like kind of alluding to the whole Puffs idea, like you told yeah. Wayne, you totally think like you're nothing, but here's this whole other story where you are the star. Um, yeah. And and then one of my other favorite uh, quotes is um, we're all heroes in some way to someone, mm-hmm. which I think is just so beautiful. It's so cute. But then, you know, they, they do all this emotion and then, you know, they <laughs> yes. go and they harp on the fact that like at the end of the day, Dumbledore thinks that the greatest magic there ever is is love. 
And then Wayne just looks at him and he's like, did I just spend seven years at wizard school to find out that you think the greatest magic of all is love? Yeah. And then the actor who plays Dumbledore goes, yeah. And then does like a beautiful, like flamboyant pose and just struts yeah. off. Yes. I think it's great too. I forget after which scene, there's like a couple of emotional scenes. And after one specific one, the narrator just bends down and starts handing out like puff spread tissues. <laughs> so I was going to say that. Yes. Oh my God. It's so good. It was, it was after it's Cedric's so death. Yes. Oh my God. You know, he, he, he goes, uh, oh, so when the first Dementors come, yes. he passes out chocolate Rolos. to the first, Rolos to the Very first, specific. to the first row. And he's like, here, so you won't be sad anymore. Oh, but for you guys in the back, you're still going to be sad. And you're then you're going to be sad forever. <laughs> you're going to be sad forever. And then he references that same joke again. Yes. When Cedric dies, he's passing out the puffs tissues to the first <laughs> row. And he's like that back row. Still sad forever. And then just walks away. It's so good. I also like that he gives out chocolates to the front row. Yeah. The Dementor scene. It's just another really great way to like bring in those props. It's just yeah, yeah, the props and also the nod to like, you know, Lupin being the person who passed out chocolate. Yeah. It's it's just so good. Another amazing prop choice when Voldemort was speaking in everyone's heads oh, in the last year. Yes. That mega he uses a megaphone and he's like <laughs> on this fire escape ledge thing inside of the theater and then he's just like bring me bring me Harry Harry Harry, Harry. Yeah, right. and then he's like so anybody have any board games on the <laughs> megaphone? <laughs> he's like wait is this too long? If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> me, Harry. Somebody, um, yeah, I think it's the girl that plays Harry Potter. When they're dueling or whatever, like him and Boldy, the girl instead of yelling "Expelliarmus," yells "Ex." Oh, I wrote it it's down. Expelliarmus, it because or it's something like that. Expelliarmus, and then he <laughs> peels off the tape that is holding <laughs> down his nose. It's so genius. This play is genius, but I think. If you guys agree, I think we've covered a lot of the notes that we have. And I think that it's time to kind of wrap up. And I think that, oh, they're giving me looks. I guess not. I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you want to, what did you I just, I literally were at the bottom of the stuff that we've been saying. Well, I was going to say, we still haven't even talked about, there's a multi-fandom moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, uh, one of the winky winks that um, I wanted to bring up at this point is that they bring up Fantastic Beasts, but Wayne doesn't know. (laughs) He literally says, he's like, I know nothing about Fantastic Beasts or where to find them. But he creates this bestiary, this book of like possible things that Cedric could be like kind of exposed to during the Triwizard Tournament and we start seeing like the first two are kind of like probably in the in the world of Harry Potter and then we see a beholder yes <laughs> D&D so if you know D&D you Damn. know what a beholder is so and then all of a sudden we see Snuffleupagus <laughs> which is I think Sesame Street um no those, I think like, it's its own thing PBS shows what is it is it in its own thing or is it part of Sesame Street? Maybe I don't know if it's specifically Sesame Street. If it's another like I don't know, show. guys, tell us hashtag multi fandom. Yeah, and then 
when Cedric picks up the book, he's like, oh my God, wow. He shows the book to the audience and all of a sudden you see Daleks. So yes. if you are a Doctor Who fan like I am, then you see the Daleks. So hashtag multi-fandom. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I think we cannot do Puff's justice if we do not talk about Zach Smith. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to use for my wrapping up points. Oh, oh, okay. If you still want to use it as you're wrapping up, I still have a few things to say. I mean, we could put a pin in it. Okay. We're going to put a pin in it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's the pin. Again, we cannot do Puffs justice if we don't talk about the brilliancy of Leanne. Oh my God, Leanne, we're wizards. Leanne is a rock star of a person. She's just there. She is a definition of the person that is just happy to be there. She's just so happy to be a puff, you know, just mm-hmm. happy to be a wizard. She is like their cheerleader. And in the end, she has this beautiful, empowering monologue. Yo, that monologue is so good. It's literally, you know, everyone's thinking, you know, maybe we shouldn't fight at the Battle of Hogwarts. Like, you know, we're probably going to die. Like, we should get out of here. Why would we want to die for Harry? And then she just goes on this beautiful monologue, basically saying, like, we're not dying for Harry. We're dying for each other. And then she has this kick a moment where she's fighting off ninja style in the most comedic way possible you know like i think it's like 10 death eaters yeah pretty much with only like two wands yes with only two wands and she's doing like karate and it's just like comedically funny and then she dies and it's uh, and she dies too because she rip finally off the gets, band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> she finally gets to hop on one foot and she's been having trouble. She's never been <laughs> yeah. able to do it. And she finally gets to do it. And then they kill her. I cried. It's sad. I cry too. I cry every time. Okay, I, I didn't Leanne cry so much. And I think this is just so sweet because, you know, going back to how they set up Cedric and how like all the pups just love this man to death and they're like, he is basically the, like this hero. Um, and Leanne, like that's the basis of her monologue. She's like, you know, we got to do this for Cedric. Um, mm-hmm. What would Cedric do? Cedric would stand up and he would fight for everyone and i think that's also a nice nod to the hufflepuffs as well because we all know that the hufflepuffs were probably the biggest group of like people who stayed and fight who stayed and fight whether it was the double doors army or at the battle of hogwarts like they were the first ones there and loyal um to the cause so it's just a nice like nod especially when they do get a a lot of hate maybe not nowadays but i've I remember, like, growing up, like, Hufflepuff oh, yeah, had they a did. lot of... Yeah, they that. did. They did. I agree. Yeah, and that is something that they also highlight in the play. Like, mm-hmm. everyone thinks Hufflepuffs are the worst. Everyone yeah. thinks we're not smart. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks we're not good at anything except Herbology. They always reference, the her- like, they love Herbology. <gasps> oh, my what goodness. The plants? We're going to look at plants. Yay, plants! <laughs> oh, what would the plants say Same. about that? 20 yeah. points from Hufflepuff. <laughs> It's so good. So good. Okay. Are we ready to unpin? Unpinning oh. it. Zach. Okay. Mother effing Smith. Nick 
Carrillo. Carrillo, however you want to pronounce your name. I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, I think possibly the best monologue ever improvised in the history of theater. So you you see when you watch the show, they have the disclaimer (laughs) that every night Nick Carrillo is given the opportunity to improvise this like what two minute monologue it's, it's a pretty long it's, it's long, a long yeah. monologue like two minutes yeah. doesn't sound like a long piece of time but if you've ever done theater and you're standing up there with nothing to say yeah two minutes is a long time to kind yeah, of pull is. something out of your buttocks so your buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> so he improvises this scene where everyone's odd like auditioning everyone's trying out for the quidditch team and zach smith is obviously the captain and he just basically narrates that his like love story is that of 27 dresses and you heard that correctly the 2008 rom-com starring katherine heigl 27 dresses can I just say that is also one of my favorite rom-coms. <laughs> Benny and the Jets became one of my favorite songs because of that movie. Oh yes. And, he, and he's there literally pretending that he is the love interest of Catherine <laughs> Heigl, even though he's 17 years old. Oh, but I'm 17 and I'm a wizard, so sorry. So, bye. It's like we got married. On a yacht, and all the bridesmaids <laughs> are wearing the dresses that she made them wear. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And again, if you stick for the credits at the end <laughs> of the film, they show all the other like uh like improv nights, versions, like uh, yeah. some of the other versions. One of them is Aquafina. His love interest <laughs> is Aquafina, and she's mad because Wayne is polluting her lake and killing her family. Like, what? I don't understand. And then honestly, so many questions where this material comes from. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite parts is during that scene. Watch the girl that is playing of uh, Susie Bones slash oh Harry Potter. God. Oh yes, Bundy. She yes. no, she's she like cannot, holding she it back. Keep it together. But that's always my favorite part of stuff like that. Like, even if you watch, like, SNL and stuff, and yeah. they're really going off and being funny, like, watching actors have to keep it together is the best part. And they're, like, breaking character. But believe it right. or not, it's there's four people on stage. <laughs> Everyone is keeping it together except her. And it's literally, and she's dead center right behind Zach Smith. And, and she's, she's just there. She's trying, man. She's trying but you so hard. <laughs> she's trembling in her face. She's like, yes. Like she can't, she can't look up. She's like shaking. I'm pretty sure, like you see sweat forming. That's how stressed she is. Oh, oh my god. god! Easily, so easily, top two moments of the whole oh, show. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally worth anything. So good. All any any amount of money. I mean, if we haven't convinced you this this far, you know, it's a, what an hour and a half so far of us talking almost. Who, who knows? It's about I the mean, time of that play. So yeah, ninety minutes, y'all. Yeah. Oh, just it's you guys have to take our word for it. I mean, I'm ho- <laughs> we're hoping that if you've listened this far, you've just been fangirling with us. Yeah, yeah hopefully. And that you've, like, understand how like great this play is. Hopefully, I would love it if maybe someone like from Puffs actually like 
listen to this because we love you. Like we, <laughs> we really love, love you guys you. and the work that you put out there. Cause there's like, yeah. it's, one, it's hard to put a play um, out there just like that, just to pro- write it and produce it and l- have it go all the way off Broadway. Yeah. And then to make it something like as wonderful as this, that one, it relates to a great fandom like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but also it's, it's great. It's own great piece of theater on its own. It's just, man, I love this play. It's like yeah. definitely one of my favorite plays. Yeah. It's so good. If this was like, if I was still in theater and doing stuff like that, this is very easily something that I would have wanted to take to competition. Oh, oh yeah, a hundred percent. I would want to take like, I don't know, everything, <laughs> everything, <laughs> all of it, the whole play. We would just perform the play. Maybe one day. That's definitely like on my bucket list. Like produce and direct. Pops. I will a thousand percent be a co-producer on that show. <laughs> I will be there being like, y'all ain't good enough. I'm not crying, <laughs> peeing my pants, laughing. Try again. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's just such a good, such a really good thought out play. Yeah. Um, every We're time so you, obsessed. I, I don't know. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it. And every time I see it, I'm either discovering something new or I forgot something. And then I like get to watch it and remember it and laugh all over again or cry all over again. It's just so good. Um, there's something like to enjoy every single time you watch it. It's yeah. just so good. So, so I don't good. know how many times we can say it's so good, but I'll say it one more time. It's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> okay. So on that note, remember it's so good. So good. It's so good. And I think that that's all for today. Wow. What a, oh what God. a moment to live in. That was our first episode of 2020. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It was great. It was just (laughs) us ranting on our our favorite moments. Literally. We'll get back to the usual business in the next episode, but we'll save that for a couple seconds from now. (laughs) Which, speaking of which, this was a winky... We're going to finish it with this winky wink, but it definitely has to tie in with our next episode. It does, actually. Are you talking about the way that the play ends? It oh, does. Yes. It does. Yes. So um, just like our original Harry Potter stories, we still do have an epilogue in the play. Yes. That's yes. Very, 19 years later. Yeah. And it very well mirrors again. We got that like theme going on and mirrors the original Harry Potter story. Um, but we've got this exact quote and it says, now remember, what's our number one rule? No time traveling. <laughs> It's so good. And then we've got this other quote from Oliver. He's speaking to Megan and he actually's like, Potter, I feel bad for his son. He's a cursed child. Parts one <laughs> yes. and two. Now yes. playing internationally. So good. <laughs> I love it when he walks up to Megan and he's like, did you hear a Potter named this kid? <laughs> Albus Severus. No one knows how to name a child. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So but anyway, good. so yeah, so they obviously reference the cursed child, which just happens to be our next episode. Ah, hey. continuing Ooh. on this nice little Harry Potter. Which, when we planned out our episodes, we didn't even like put two and two together. I don't think. Yeah, the puffs wow. literally ends with the cursed child, and then we continue with the cursed child. Wow, yeah. it just let us go. Smooth transitions. Yes. yes. So tune in next time for yes. our 
highly heated Ugh. debate. Oh, I'm oh sure it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be. It's gonna. It's gonna be uh, a lot of uh, Jenny Mac. It's gonna, be thick. it's gonna be a lot of me yelling. It's gonna be a lot of Jenny Mac. But yeah. There might be some spoilers, so I yeah. know we it's ha- we're bound to hashtag keep the secrets, but yes. there will be a part of the episode where we'll specifically say we're going to be talking about the production. So if you don't want to listen to it, just keep that in mind. Yes, just oh, keep God. it in mind. Yeah, that's going to be really hard for us, Marianne, because we are bound by hashtag keep the secrets. It's All right, well really then keep hard. the secrets, whatever, losers whatever jenny jenny is honestly just mad because she's jealous that she hasn't seen it whatever some of us aren't privileged okay whatever oh <laughs> anyways remember to catch us on social media you can find us on the gram at the three broom chicks you can also follow us on the twitter at the number three broom chicks and go like our facebook page the three broom chicks as always remember that we are the three, three broom, broom chicks, chicks. I am a puff and I'm staying.